Yes. We're going. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Two Nerds, One Quest. Tom Norman slamming, not mentioning he's started pre-show or post-show or intro music. I am your host, Andy M. JC, here with three nerds because math is hard. Uh, the man catching me off guard and pointing at me is Tom M. Norman playing Aranon this morning. That is all accurate, and haven't been to post show yet, so maybe I'll try to sneak something in there for you post show. I'm not sure what. Oh, okay. Sneak a little something in there for you. Catch me off guard. Uh, <laughs> that other voice you hear dialing in from a remote location this morning, Ryan Crixis Kukta. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Great. I'm not overly remote. I'm actually closer to you guys now than I normally <laughs> am. So the signal strength should be unbelievable. Ooh. Less remote. Less. He's less remote than usual. There you go. <laughs> and of course, the lazy dragon, the lore master, coming straight out of the lazy dragon in his basement. <laughs> Jeff Doc Williams. Welcome to Sunday morning, everyone. Sunday morning. Okay. Hey, good morning to all the mothers out there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's, yes. Apparently Happy it's Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's um, Day, guys. We'll see. See if, yeah. That's actually, Aaron, do you have a mother? Or is she dead? <laughs> uh, I think my family is dead. Your whole family's dead? You get a typical tra tragic rogue backstory? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting in deep here already. Uh, Crixus, do you have? Does Crixus have a mother? Yeah, it's part of his backstory as well. His mother was murdered in front of him. Ooh, oh wow, dark. This is uh, maybe I shouldn't be bringing this up. <laughs> Although it is, it is D and D, right? And so parents being dead is a yeah. normal thing. It's a trope. It's, it's for a, sure a trope. For sure. Doc, at Doc the uh, the other end of the spectrum, mine is in a mine and is a perfectly normal family that just mines yeah so you know mine, mine. no big thing mine, mine. no big thing yeah. the the opposite of the murdered family mine is just working hard hardly working <laughs> for a dwarf that's the case banging rocks not the only no, thing that's not banging. code apparently uh, yeah, yeah. Appar apparently his dad too right <laughs> All right, uh, Jeff, do you have a recap of last session for us? Yeah, and uh, uh, maybe premature for the, uh, the the arcs, I feel like we ended an arc last session, cashing in on all of the quests we had. Um, so if anyone's keeping track, that would have been like session 30 through 53. Um, and I'm calling that arc from Neverwinter to Always Winter. Hmm. If anyone's keeping track. We should uh, do, it sounds like we should do a review show next week. Well, I'm, the last review show had 
the last review show had like three arcs worth, so we we've got time. We got time. Oh, okay. Uh so uh last session, um Doc did not find Torga at her house, so everyone went back and had dinner at the east side, had some discussion with Marta about the darkness, learned a few things, but learned that most people don't know a whole lot. Um, Doc went out to watch the Midnight Lights and uh, had an interaction with Torga where she made an offer to have him join them because she's apparently missing her guard. Jeff, this Uh, doesn't rhyme. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, El- wake up in the morning. Uh, nice. Ellie got a new job as waitress. Uh, then we went and <laughs> talked to Torga, talked to Speaker Matthew, uh, and then uh, headed to Bryn Shander to cash in on our quest. Cashed in with Lynn to uh, for the killing of Safik the murderer. We cashed in with Danica by returning, or not returning, by giving her the. Um, Chewinga, and decided to take an evening to ourselves at the North Look. So, the rhyme that the DM wants to hear. <clears throat> the Frost Maiden's doing a crime. Icewind Dale's dark and cold all the time. This small, unnamed band will free this great land. And that is my everlasting rhyme. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. That, that has been an interesting thing this week um, in our discussions, just as a behind-the-scenes thing, trying to come up with a quote-unquote team name for this group of adventures. Anything from wrestling terms to, oh gosh, just all kinds of references. All sorts of inappropriate. What what are they called when you take the first letter of every word? And Acronyms. Acronyms, yep. Many, many acronyms. Many, many acronyms. Yes. So let's. Should we start off with uh, some ideas? Should we? Let's get this team naming out of the way. Put up a poll. Uh, maybe. (laughs) Do we let the do we let the audience (laughs) team name? That's the best idea I heard in a long time. We'll do it. We won't do it today. I mean, we'll put it up. We can put up a straw poll and put a link in the... Um, or we can use your... Use the showbot if we wanted to. Um, after the show, throw in a, all the names we suggested or came up with that we liked. We want to let them name it? Uh, let's throw Tough. the names out there because I can do a poll right from chat here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And then uh, next week we can vote after we narrow it down to like four or five names. Okie dokie. All right, who wants to go first? (laughs) I'm letting you guys name it. I'm I'm the DM, so. I just got to get to my notes. All right, so I'll I'll go go first. (laughs) So I have two. First one, we're, we're the bangers in MASH. Bangers and mash. <laughs> Give us a little context there. Why? Why should we vote for that? Why? Because it's funny. State your case. I don't <laughs> state my case. I don't have a case for that. That's one. it. Just, your case is it's funny. That's the okay. bangers and mash. I'm good with that. You know, three three bangers, one mash. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> 
I mean, okay, what, what's the next one, Tom? That kind of goes in line with our conversation about it being uh, Devil's Four Way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, yeah. The dark. <laughs> dark. Wait, what's your other one that you had, Tom? All right, the, the other one is, is a little, is not funny. It's just because uh, we were on the, the topic of music and stuff. So I was thinking the Benningtons, where the Bennington crew, oh. the Bennington gang. Oh my gosh! Um, as a Lincoln Park fan, if I mean, if that's literally where you're pulling this yep. from, that is an awesome honorific. That you'd win a small chunk of the DM's heart for that. But it sounds—it actually sounds like a gang, like you would find in a mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. too, that, group that's... of rogues and ne'er do wells, and then apparently Ellie. Q shipping up to Boston. Whoa. Or, or, or yeah, <laughs> we'll have to get, get you a bunch of the like scallywag hats. Have you seen? Um, <laughs> holy crap! I just blanked on it from Netflix. What's that? Oh, uh, Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. I have not watched it yet. Where I they have those hats, it. but they have razor blades in them, so they take them off and they use them as weapons. Oh shit! Really? I really need to watch that now. It's good. I I got through season three. Um. And then it starts to, you know how seasons tend to slog yeah. down after around season four or five. I need to finish it, but yeah, the first right. several seasons are good. Ryan Kukta. All right. Oh. You go first. Go ahead, genius. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll go. Uh, so uh, similarly, uh, similarly comparable to the music thing and uh, also apparently a wrestling maneuver, Meteora. Um, it's a wrestling maneuver where you basically jump on someone's shoulder with your knees and sl- and slam them to the ground, um, and it's very entertaining to watch. I had to Google it or YouTube it and, and see that. Uh, also, an album for from Lincoln Park, um, second uh, studio release from Lincoln Park. So. And oh, uh, you know, under it, their label. To me, it kind of feels you know with the meteor in it, it kind of feels almost like a spell name, kind of a. A magical kind of thing, so that. Oh, kind of wasn't that me. the name of? Wasn't that the name of a spell in Final Fantasy? Yeah, I think yeah. I think they uh, like, like a, a limited reference. character. I think it was Mateo. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't get their end of it on it. So that's uh, that was my suggestion. Is that one? All right. All right. I've got uh, I've got a loosely related wrestling one. The New Dawn. There's a Ooh. wrestling crew called The New Day, and we would be bringing The New Dawn. Hmm. Um, I, like I also have a music group, Shocker and the Lightbringers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And my funny one is the Shock Knockers. Uh, shock Knockers. Uh. That's good. That's good. Shock knockers. Shock knockers. <laughs> I know which one I like. Should I put up a poll just right now since we have... Yeah, throw up a poll right now and let, let, right. let people vote on it. And um, I mean, I'm going to throw my vote in there. Or I, I'm not actually in the chat, so I can't. But yeah, throw, throw one up there. Uh, so you guys are... Um, we kind of left uh, you guys at downtime, didn't we? 
resting? Yeah, did, um, because this is kind of a also, or at least it started out as kind of a learning show, was there anything about leveling up that anyone wants to talk about from a meta level before oh, just in-game that, it happens? That is a good question. Is... Um, we kind of talked post-show about Doc. Doc took a level, another level in Fighter, um, and level fighters at level 6 just get a stat bonus, so he rounded out his con and decks to even numbers so that the bonuses each went up. Increasing initiative to plus two, armor class to 16, and hit points are now 70. Ooh, you actually, you actually are a kind of a tanky little guy now. 70, I can't even imagine. What was your other team name there, Cooch? Your, the middle one? The Shock, Shocker and the Lightbringers. Um, I'll <clears throat> talk about Crixus is really uh, distracted from his cleric, um, I, I guess, from his original concept and, and is, is constantly pulled more in the um, in the bard category. So Crixus took his first level of bard. It's very, very cool. Um, I don't know how many people remember, well, if you were here, the... Uh, kind of what's happening with Ellie um, the dragon fight where she took and ended up with that shock of white in her blonde hair um, and she's that's actually kind of affected her in a way that she was not expecting and she's going to be dipping her toe in the sorcerer pool when I do level her <laughs> awesome kind of diversify our healers out a little bit here. I'm into it. Aranon. Yes, what sir. What happened with you? You've been you've been studying the dummies guide to monkeys. Yeah, so what happened was uh, during some of our overnight stays and over, you know, our resting periods, I would pull out the book, uh, my my monk for dummies. And uh, finally some of it is starting to stick. So I am I am practicing my hand-to-hand combat and uh, he woke up in the morning looked at Crixus and said, "I know kung fu." Yes. <laughs> Show me. Yes. <laughs> so that is round where I'm one. At. I'm Fight. going to be uh uh practicing my hand fighting skills. And uh, once I start leveling up, I'll be I'll be better. So you will see me without uh, armor now because armor takes. Be I'm gonna be naked. Um, it's gonna be hard in the cold. It's gonna be hard it's all the small. time. Small. <laughs> What's gonna be hard in the cold? Yes. Nipples. Uh, all of it. All of Can't it. have that on Twitch. Oh wait. Just can't show it on Twitter. Feet. Correct. Feet. Yeah, you can no show feet. nipples no, all day. You cannot show nipples on on stream. No man nipples, no woman nipples. Like, if I, like, reached in my shirt and pulled my nipple off and just held it out, I don't think they'd have a problem with that. Or I'd have a problem with that's it. A little, that's a little gross. Yeah. We'd immediately I have, get I have a big out. problem with that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways. I'm I'm interested to see the interaction. I have not seen a monk rogue mix played out yet, so I'm interested to see how the 
monk weapons and the sneak attack work together because that will be fun. fun. Well, He's the weapons be, are kind really... of the same because, like, the short sword is a monk weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My dagger is can be my... very um, quick. It's going to put a little more emphasis and oomph into my wrestling moves going forward. I like it. It'll be fun. <clears throat> um, also, so the, guys... the pole can't go up because apparently it, uh, it is inappropriate content. I'm guessing Shocker and uh, maybe Bangers. Shocker. The Bangers? and I'm thinking Shocker and the Lightbringers, maybe, or Shock Knockers. Yeah, I'm thinking that, it's... That seems like... <clears throat> Well, I mean, you can certainly eliminate shock knockers. It's not the best one out there. No, no. (laughs) Funny, funny, but not the best one. I mean, I know where I vote. (laughs) Um, So you guys are sitting in the North Look. Mm, Wait, is that the tavern? Yeah, okay. So you're in the Northlook Tavern in the morning. Um, As you're sitting there kind of discussing what you want to do next, there's a couple of things. Um, You hear... uh, You overhear a couple of conversations. Um, One at the bar, uh, there's two guys sitting there talking, and um, and one guy says, you know, they say... uh, they say the Frost Maiden lives on a misty isle hidden um hidden out it's out in the out in the uh, sea of moving ice. Um it's hard to get out there though. Um But that's that's where they say she lives. I don't know about that. I don't know if I believe in her, but this darkness is really kinda getting annoying. And then at a the table next to you, uh there is this elf that is all fancy, fancy clothing, They're actually very rich looking and and uh, he's like, I keep telling everyone, you know, this 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 everlasting rhyme thing, this frost man thing, that, that this is it. This isn't her doing. This isn't her. This is actually the arcane brotherhood. Yeah, they're they're plotting to take over ten towns. That's what's going to happen. There's a wizard who was burned at the stake back in East Haven. He admitted he admitted to being one of them and said that they're. Are other arcane brotherhood wizards lurking among us? They're, they're. Um, I tell you, I, I bet it's, I bet it's Valish Gant. He's behind it all, no doubt, no doubt. He, he, well, he's locked away in Revel's End, but that doesn't make him any less dangerous. Uh, maybe someone should find out what he knows. Maybe find out where the other wizards are. That, that could be. That's. That's it's not the Frost Maiden. It's the Arcane Brotherhood. I tell you, it's them. <laughs> and the the woman sitting next to him is just kind of she's got her arms crossed. She's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. yep. He said he was drink. locked away in the Devil's End. Revels, R E V E L. Intriguing. What would you guys like to do? I would like to hear more about this Arcane Brotherhood. Tell me more. You can go. Can go talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. 
Alright. Um, you go you approach the table and this this guy's just he's think the whoa aliens guy, but way more energy. <laughs> it is like literally that. Hmm. Yeah, can you oh see they know they're coming, they're coming, they agree with me. This guy right here knows it's the Arcane Brother and he's pointing at Aaron. And she kind of looks lady, brunette, both shoulder or shoulder mm -hmm. length hair, completely nonplussed by this and just not just like what sure whatever. And Excuse me, she kinda sir. looks at you and raises an eyebrow. I would love to hear more about this Arcane Brotherhood. What can you tell me? Oh, the Arcane Brotherhood. You don't yeah. know of the Arcane Brotherhood. Well, they have a tower in Luskin. And they're planning this this darkness, this darkness that everyone they've got everyone convinced this is Arl. This isn't Arl. This isn't the Frost Maiden. This is them. They're going to take over ten towns. They want to take over ten towns. Why it's it's why would they want to take over ten towns? Why wouldn't they? It's fantastic. I mean, you oh. have a very fair and valid point. I can see that. <laughs> have you ever have you ever talked to the Arcane Brotherhood at all? Do you know have anybody there? I talk to the Arcane Brotherhood. No, I avoid the Arcane Brotherhood, but they are they are very very that's uh, like I said, uh Revel's End. That's Valish Gant is locked away there. He is locked away there. He's the one in charge. He will know where the other members of the Brotherhood are. They walk among us. All secretive. Where is this Revel's End? Revel's End? Revel's End is... Ooh, Revel's End. It's a prison. And it's locked away uh, on the coast of the Sea of Moving Ice. It's 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 a large tower uh, prison. Uh, there's guard barracks there, and he, well, it's a tower prison. It's a prison. It's walled in. It's, have you seen a prison before? Yes. Did you say sea of roving ice. Moving, moving ice, moving, moving ice, the moving ice. Apparently, I can't hear shit today. You're only off by a letter. It's not too bad. It's okay. It's early in the morning, sir. Have some coffee. Maybe put a little something in it to liven it up. It's clear you. I'm on my fifth several. cup. I actually, I actually thought about that, to be honest with you. That's a fancy looking cup there. Your fingers go right into it. Yeah, they do. It's 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 my special cup. Have Keeps my so hands many, warm in this frigid wasteland. So many things. So many things. So, so many things about sticking your fingers in a cup. Wow. You, sir, have a dirty mind. You could approach if you wanted to. You could get to Revel's End by land if you wanted to. Or by air. Uh, or, or or by sea if you wanted to. Because it's on the coast. So, But it is controlled by uh, the Lord's Alliance. So uh, if you know anyone in the Lord's Alliance, they might be able to help you get in and talk to any of the prisoners there. Um, hmm. Who, who's the Lord's Alliance? You don't know who the Lord's Alliance is. Simba. <laughs> Simba? 
Who's it's Simba? The Lord of the Lions. Lord, Lord of the Lions. Lord of the Lions. Oh, that's very different. I saw that play. That's no. The Lord's Alliance is a, it, it's it's like um um it's a it's a confederate a confederation a group of um like it includes like Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter and Waterdeep, um, Daggerford, like a bunch of cities. They all kind of got together and the, their leaders are kind of together and working together like an alliance. You know, like when you have allies. Yeah. So it's like all those cities, political structures, kind of got together and said, "Hey, let's work together and." For the greater good, right? So they got a prison up uh, on the Sea of Moving Ice. Could uh, throw your trash out somewhere else, right? Sounds about right. Yep. Hmm. That's, yeah. So, but, 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 yes. That is a, that's where you should go. Find Valish Gant. He's behind all this. He's locked away there in Revel's End. You find out what he knows. Now, Doc wouldn't have a whole lot of information on any of the, the uh, verifying any of this, uh, the truth of anything he's saying, because he's not from this far north, but maybe Crixus or Aranon could at least fact check some of the things he said about the Lord's Alliance that maybe they would have known from living up here um, Crixus you recall the Lord's Alliance um, you also all three of you four of you recall the tower the wizard the wizard tower in Luskin no one ever connected the name Arcane Brotherhood to it for you but you remember it being mentioned when you went through Luskin mm -hmm. um Ellie kind of is nodding along with the Lord's Alliance. Like, yes, she remembers all of this. That, yeah, this is, you know, this type thing. And Crixus, you're kind of nodding along. Aranon, you just kind of lumped it. You may have heard that name in the past, but you just kind of lumped it along with other political or authoritarian figures that you'd rather avoid. <laughs> so, Doc, it may have come to you in passing here or there, but it's not, it's something like, oh, Okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Kind of living outside of the norm of society. Well, thank you for the information, sir. It will help shape our quest moving forward, so your value is appreciated. Oh, I'm just glad someone's going to look into it. This everlasting thing is getting annoying, and if it's just the Arcane Brotherhood... I mean, that's not like going up against a god or anything. That's just some wiggly finger guys, right? <laughs> Wacky waivers? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> those things. I've, seen, I've seen those outside of like the, the, the marketplace. That it's, I don't know how they get those to work, um, but they're kind of fun. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Good luck. I'm going to go get more coffee. <laughs> yeah, you. I'm going to throw him a copper. Here, have a coffee on me. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> he grabs the copper and it goes over to the bar. The uh, the one who mentioned the Frost Maiden living on a Frosty Isle, I'd like to chat and just say, like, where might this Frosty Isle be? What did what, do you, anything else about that? Uh, the dwarf? That's at the, yeah. um, yeah. Sure. 
he uh he kind of comes over or you go over to him approach him at the bar um and he says oh yes yes there is a uh there's an island out in the sea of moving ice um kind of tough to get out there but but there is a whale you can actually go to a dock there's a dock that you can get to there's a bell and you ring the bell on the dock and this whale will come to the dock it has a boat on its back and you can ride that boat it it knows it knows how to get to this island that is something i would love to see that sounds amazing fascinating Hmm. Is that like the shovel knight, that giant whale that gives you all the well <laughs> <laughs> Yes? Maybe. For those of you who have played Shovel Knight. Um, and you say the Frost Maiden lives on this island. Yes, yes, that is where she lives. That's an interesting place for a god to live. Mm-hmm. That's where it's where she it's where she stays. So be careful. Um, going out there, though. Okay, just be careful. Why? Well, well, he may be a bit skittish. Interesting. We'd have to protect him to protect our interests. Yes. Indeed. Appreciate your assistance, good sir. You are very welcome. All right, I'm going to walk away then and go sit back down. Okay. Um, I'll reconvene the crew. Yeah. Yeah. So, he seemed crazy, right? Like, crazy, kind of crazy, yeah. off his rocker crazy, but, like, making a lot of sense. It's, I know the Lord's Alliance, Elias. I know the tower he was referring to. I didn't know that was the Arcane Brotherhood, but... I shall say this. If there's any entity in this, in this world that is aware of what could be the cause here. The Arcane Brotherhood might be a good place to start. They would have a lot of knowledge. Yes, if if they're not if they're not involved, I think that that's a great suggestion because they probably could help us a lot. But if they are involved, that could be like walking into a trap. Uh, maybe we can set up a meeting. Maybe not in their place. Maybe we can do something where we meet them at a bar or at a park in the open that way you know they're less likely to attack us or you know I would like to talk to them about this I think uh, you know unsure about the validity of these guys claims I think it still might be a handy to talk to the speaker Vesa Shane here in town and just see maybe if either of these stories link up with anything she knows about or 
if these are just two people ranting in a in an inn over breakfast. That might be worth checking out. That does sound like a good idea. <clears throat> Either way, I think we need this information to kind of point us in the right direction. Well, I will say both stories involved heading towards the Sea of Moving Ice. So I, I think there's no question our quest would draw us in that direction. Truth. So are we visiting are we going, the speaker? Or visiting the speaker then? Okay. Yep. Alright, yeah, that makes sense. Let's, We're let's go see if we are off to see the speaker. The Here, wonderful speaker the wonderful of speaker of Brinchander. Brinchander. <laughs> we hear he is a speaker of a speaker. If ever a speaker there was. That's it. That's all I got. As you guys are walking, uh, Ellie kind of says, well... Can we get Aaron on a heart when we're there? Oh. I, I was thinking wow. he the brain. Wow. Hey! <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> no, the heart is more appropriate. Ouch, bro. <laughs> diving, diving through the window, the shuttered window. Yeah, yeah, no, that that <laughs> the reference point for that comment. Honestly. That mushed my brains. I do. Yes, I it suppose it would be that I would need a new one, but hmm. it still hurts. It still hurts. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it does. Um. So you go. uh to the speakers. Uh, let's see, Bryn Shander. I have a map of Bryn Shander here. Does she have an office? We'll say she has an office. Council hall. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you go to the council hall to talk to the speaker. Um, it's a guard out front. Says, uh, can I help you? Big beard, bushy beard coming out from underneath his, like, you see his little beady eyes behind all the clothing, and it's just the tip of his nose, and then this big ass bushy beard. <laughs> We're here to speak to Devessa Shay. Ah, the speaker. Uh she just she just came in. Um, yeah. Well, one moment, please. Um, wait here. And he goes inside, and he comes back. Uh, may I ask who you are? TBD. <laughs> TBD. May I ask what this is about? Indeed. We are a traveling party looking to hopefully bring an end to the endless night. And uh, we are trying to confirm some information that perchance the speaker may have access to or knowledge of. Oh. I are believe you the same group the that. Um, are you the same group that uh, recovered the uh, ore for Black Iron Blades? Indeed, and we are the same that we have cleared mines in other towns. Uh, we are, uh, may I say, we are uh, many travelers of good. Yes, we are doers of good in this area. We are the hours. Dragon Slayer of the South. Dragon Slayers of the South, the Returners of the Ore to Black Iron Blades, and the Mine Clears. 
terminalized. I'm going to make a big flourish at your service, sir. Basically, what you guys are saying are, we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> and then I turn back to the party and like, guys, they've heard of us, but they don't know who we are. We need to get our message out. Maybe we, we should say we're the Kitty Slayers. Pause. Pause. Ryan says, TBD. John says, you're kind of a big deal. TBD, the big deal. I mean, <laughs> I'm a- can I add that as my second suggestion for yes. a team name? Yes. <laughs> that may just end up being deal. the name because of how natural it was. <laughs> I still have the other name I'd like, but... I just watched that happen. That was amazing. He goes, <laughs> it's kind of cool and stuff like that. <laughs> so he goes back in and he, um, about three, four minutes pass. He comes back out. He goes, uh, she will see you. Yes. Um, please. Um, don't cough into a microphone. Um, please leave your weapons here. Just inside the door. And he, he steps inside and he's got this large box. And he flips the lid open and there's a padlock on it. And, so he, and he motions for you to place your weapons in the box. That's large pad- enough. Does the padlock look anything like the one that we sold? No, nothing like okay. that. Just checking. Poke. <laughs> All right, Chris will put his hand axes in there for sure. Okay. Yep. I'm going to put everything that's visible in there. So my my two shooters, my two swords, and uh, my air, my bow. Okay, make a deception check. <clears throat> this will go well, right? This will, no, no problems. Nothing to see here. Should not be difficult, honestly. If you fail this, this will be hilarious. 14. Yeah, you're good. You you drop your stuff in there and uh, I hope it's that. a big box. Yeah, I got bulwark smasher, the axe, a dagger, a hand axe, two javelins, and a maul. Oh yeah, it's it's like a, the size of a large desk, really. Seriously, so all this stuff fits in there. And he closes the lid, puts the padlock on, locks it, and hands you guys the key. Did you bring that back? We'll unlock your stuff when you're done. It's like putting your stuff uh, when you go to the pool. Just throw your stuff into a. <laughs> it's a locker, locker yeah. take the key. <laughs> little lot, yeah, a little yeah. uh, sliding um, basket. <laughs> yeah, love, love to see the the D version of that at Joanny's. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And you guys enter in uh, Devessa, Speaker Devessa Shane. Looks like that. Sure, you can see the reflection of you guys in there. <laughs> Anyways, she is sitting. Uh, behind the desk and she's got kind of her head in her hands and she is writing letters um, and you see her actually fold it up and seal one and look up at you and says, ah our new local heroes what can I do for you my name is Speaker Duvessa Shane um, I am the speaker for not just Bryn Chander but Ten Towns as a whole. I'm the head of the Council of Ten. Crixus opens up his stance and looks to Aranon. So, 
side note, which what were we asking about first? Were we, were we asking about the uh, Lord's Alliance, or are you going to ask about the Arcane Brotherhood? Start well, with the we, darkness. We've heard a couple rumors, so start with generally the darkness, and then drill into some of the rumors that we've heard about the Arcane Brotherhood, Valish Gant, okay. and then uh, the Dock Whale. I want to hear more about this. All right. So I'm going I mean, to, to me, say, well, mighty speaker, we are inquiring about the darkness. We've we've heard some things, and we want to hear it from somebody of somebody of of knowledge. I'm gonna kind of play up to his role and kind of her, her. Oh, I'm sorry, her role, yeah. and uh, kind of bump poke that ego a little bit to see if we can get some extra info out of her. Well, it's um best we can figure is the everlast the everlasting rhyme produced by Arl. Uh she for some reason has us cursed um in this darkness and cold. Um We don't know a lot about it beyond that. Um, it's it's refreshing that someone's actually here wanting to try and do something about it. It's just become a way of life for us. I fear that Ten Towns will just become it's already starting this desolate unhappy cold unfriendly place was there uh when the darkness first came was there an inciting incident was there something that happened that caused it like was there like a loud thunderclap or did was there like a meteor shower did something shoot up from the earth and suddenly it was dark was there some kind of event that started this That's the only thing I can think of is there was a um, there was a comet that fell from the sky and I don't know this just sounds weird there were, when you mentioned that there there were people that were having a it, it happened in the mountains to the south of Ten Towns, not too far away. Um, they said people were getting like messages in their head, in like some sort of gibberish, some language that they couldn't make out. It's just very strange. And slowly, those stories—I mean, they still come around once in a while. Someone will get these messages, but. That's the only thing I can think of that was like an event that happened near the beginning of all of this. But nobody knows what that message is. They don't understand. No, it's it's no language or communication. We've been trying to study it. Well, we tried studying it for like six months, trying to break it like a cipher. But it's no one can make heads or tails of what it is. Interesting. And you say this happened at the. Same time as the darkness came. Not the same time the darkness well, started, yeah. Within, it kind of all generally happened around the same time. 
Yeah, it's it's hard to pin it down to exact times, but it may be related. That's the only natural occurrence I can see that happened around the same time that was extraordinary. Does anybody know if the comet is still there? I don't... It's in the mountains. I don't know if anyone actually went to look at it. I'm going to kind of glance over at everybody just to kind of, like... Hmm. We don't get a ton of adventurers up here, to be honest. We're a fishing community, essentially. We've been able to maintain that through the hot springs and uh, some of the, in the Sea of Moving Ice, we've been able to um, still maintain some amount of trade and commerce, but it's dwindling. It's difficult times since the curse well, I don't know why you wouldn't get more adventures up here. It's a beautiful area. It's freaking cold. Ah, it doesn't mean it's not beautiful. And what do we have up here? We have fish. I like fish. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are here. It's someone to actually maybe do something about this. That and the fact that this is supposedly caused by Arl. You don't get a lot of... I mean, sure, maybe we get adventurers up here, but not ones that were willing to take on a goddess. Hmm. Speaker, uh, a rumor we have yes. heard involved the Arcane Brotherhood, specifically an individual named Valish Gant. Oh, yeah, he's he's been locked away at Revel's End. Um, he's been taken care of. He's... He got a little, uh, shall we say, eccentric. And, Indeed. yeah. Kind of had a fight in town, in a town south of here. So they they brought him up and locked him in Revel's End. Just because it's a good place, the southerners tend to think, uh, just stick him up here in the cold, away from everyone, and then they can forget about him. Yes. Revel's End but, is not a nice place. Let's just put it that way. It's a prison of all of the miscreants and ne'er-do-wells that the South does not want to deal with. Indeed. So send the prisoners north of the wall, right? Basically, yes. There's a wall? Nah. Oh. Never okay. mind that. Um, Oh, you're talking... Oh, yeah. I saw. I, I did see that play. Yes. Yeah. I don't think... I'm glad we don't need a wall. That's that's all I'm saying. Uh, I, I hear also tell of the Lord's Alliance. Uh, oh, potentially yes. with some information um, in relation to, uh, to this. Uh, can you speak to the Lord's Alliance and whether mm -hmm. they have power here? Uh, I can talk to the Lord's Alliance. They don't have a representative in Ten Towns, necessarily. Um, I would be that one, I would guess, uh, being the leader of the Council of Ten. So I, I can I can send word to the Alliance and try and have a representative sent up here, if you like. It may be beneficial as we may swing back through here. To have uh, any information they would have access to as well. All right. 
I may, hmm, you may be able to help me in a couple of ways. I mean, I do appreciate you taking on this everlasting rhyme, this darkness. Um, if you don't feel quite up to a god, get back to me when you, after checking out this arcane brotherhood thing you seem to have going on. Um, I'll, I'll get my contacts, but come back to me later. I, I will have a, I have a project for you that may require, um, your specific set of, set skill. of skills. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> you and me both are the same way. <laughs> yes, your particular set of skills. So you, uh, uh, she uh, has a stack of letters, stuff, and she, she said, "Could you do me a favor? Can you um, hand these to my guard on the way out?" And you know, he's gonna take them and mail them. Yes. Do you uh, do you meet with the other speakers on a regular basis? Mm, typically, once every three, four months. So we all get together and have a council meeting, yeah. Okay. If um, knowing that you've got us uh, looking into this, um, I don't know if if they if when you get together, if if just even if it's pooling the rumors and pooling anything just to to bring back to us, so we don't necessarily have to meet with each of them individually, um, just to kind of put all the put everything up on the board, so we can kind of sort through the sort through the chaff. Okay. Um, what, yeah, let me let me actually hang on, hang on a minute. And um, she she takes out a stack of like it looks like pre written letters, and and then just, just signing the bottom of like nine of them and folding them and stamping them. She said, "These are just kind of a report. I ask for reports from them. Anything strange that's coming out. And she's signing them and folding them and signing them and folding them and writing. And you see her write um, Termalane. Uh, <clears throat> um, and just various different city names from the Ten Towns. Um, and she's got uh, yeah. And she writes all that out on there and then says, here, put these with the other ones and we'll, uh, I'll get a status report in the next couple days here from everyone where things stand, any strange new rumors, whatnot. Uh, I have only one last question and I'll defer to the rest of my team, but uh, how far is the travel to Revel's End. To Revel's End from where you're at? Ooh. That may be... Oh, where the hell's my map? I have a map. I have a very big map. Uh, Revel's uh -huh. End is probably... <laughs> 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 Revel's End is probably about three days north of uh, Lonely Wood. That's oh. if you have axe beaks or dog sleds. If you're traveling by foot, it's probably closer to five days. Well, it's a good thing we have dog sleds. 
So if we if we uh, left for Revel's End, we would be back within a week. It would be great if we could hear some additional reports from the other ten towns upon our return. That I could, I will definitely have reports back by then for sure. Yes. Um. Is there anything else I can do for you, gentlemen and lady? My apologies. If you could find someone that maybe had that those voices in their head, we would. I'm sure we would love to talk to them when we came back as well. I see what I can do. Um, if voices in their head. How absurd! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I really. Oh. Um. Hang on. Hang on a second. Oh. Ellie have a message. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't, I don't think. But that would be hilarious right now to message. Craig's just say, is it really that absurd, sir? <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Uh, she kind of says yes, and in a language that no one understands, that does seem very strange. Uh, I will... I will... Um, see what we can do about finding someone we've heard about a, a whale with a boat on its back is do you have you heard of that and is it anywhere near revel's end oh that's well <laughs> uh or is it that's real a, that's a gujuk is his name his name is a gujuk he is very real um he the the it's not that's more to the west of ten towns than north about probably the same distance, maybe a little less, as Revel's End. Um, maybe two and a half days by Dogsled. And... From Lonelywood, this is. Yeah. Maybe three. Okay. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's a bit skittish. He does help us, though. Um from time to time, the sea of moving ice. Indeed. Uh, a bit, a bit about him. He was um. He was a companion of a druid. Of the area, named Anga. Uh she at one point in time, um. Cast. Apparently, cast awaken on him. He can talk to us. He's sentient. He's intelligent. Um, he helps us. He understands what we do here, and for that, we also help try and protect him. So, Indeed. how does one um, speak to this whale? He'll talk to you if you summon him at the dock. He'll talk to you in your head. Huh. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's not quite so crazy. What was the name of the druid? Anga. Anga. A-N-G-A. There's um, not much that is known about her other than her whale companion, who we actually found. Um, oh, we found him. Uh he was near death 
Um, yeah, he had an encounter with a rock. Um, uh, not not a not a piece of stone, but a, a large large bird. Um, and he's got scars across his side. He was up washed up on the beach with these massive scars on his side. And we healed him and got him back in the water. Before that, he's been helping us uh, move and navigate the sea of moving ice. All right. Well, no one can talk to a whale, of course. Unless Lots to of... a whale, that is that whale is the famous Mr. Gujak. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> we stumped Norm. <laughs> All right. Does that answer all your yeah, questions? I I think I'm set. Fantastic. Uh, please give those letters to Jareth. Um, that's my guard up front. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll see you guys so in about as, a week. Indeed. As we walk away, is there area where we are unaccompanied? Um, there's a hallway. The door will close behind you. Hallway leading to the main entry area that you kind of have a few minutes alone before you get to that front door. Even that main entranceway, no one's in there. The guard is posted outside on the other side of a door. Uh, Aranon, should we avail ourselves of the information in those letters? Uh, I think you may have read my mind. No doubt. Um, Are they... Did she seal them with wax or anything? Or are they just... Yep. Okay. Yep, they're all sealed with wax. With a wax seal. Not great. Is there <laughs> a candle? First of all, is is there actually a place where we could kind of hide off to the side? Not really. You have a lot. There were a couple of doors off to each side that I don't know if you want to try those doors. Um, it was a long hallway. Her door was at the end of it, but then it comes into kind of an entrance way where the lockbox is. And there's like three other lockboxes in there. Um, and then there's the door to outside. And just outside that, there's like a foyer style covering that keeps the guards out of the wind stuff. So. Um, Doc's going to just kind of say... Uh... She doesn't really know us. It seems like a trust experiment. I wonder if this is a test. So just be careful. There are no candles, per se, nearby. Um. So I'm, my I'm... thought... Boy... I'm much less interested knowing that we would be breaking the seal. Who are they addressed to? I guess that, other than the ones we saw her write. Uh, as you go through the ones that you see saw her write, the different um, speakers for each of the towns, and then you get back through the ones that she was going to hand you initially, and it's more letters to those 
same speakers. Um, what is... Is there a letter in there for the speaker of the town that has... By Revel's End? By uh, Lonelywood? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, there would be two letters there to the speaker of Lonelywood. Um, and if you give me a second, I can tell you that speaker's name. Um, Bill. <laughs> Richard. Chuck. Oh, Holy oh shit. no, Mr. Bill. It's better than Bill. It is Speaker Nimsy Huddle. <laughs> N-I-M-S-Y. Huddle, H-U-D-D-L-E. Yes, speaker Nimsy Huddle. Nipsey Hustle. That's exactly what I was. That's exactly <laughs> what I, I read it and I went, "Oh my god." <laughs> um, what if we kept these two letters and handed the rest off, and then? Went around the corner, read them, and then came back with, as an excuse saying we thought we left something behind and then dropped the letters like they got dropped. No, better option. We uh, we asked the guard if we could deliver it. We're headed to the Lonely Wood. Ooh, we'll have plenty of time. That is a Better option. I'm down for that. Those those would be the only two letters that would interest me, I think, at this point. Thoughts? I don't see an issue with it. We may want to... I mean, if we're going to go up... And deliver the letters to Lonelywood. Um, and I think we have to go through Targos and Tourmaline on the way there. Ellie's, yeah. That's and the way we were going. Yep, I am. Um, I can only remember that much of the map at a time. I am I am on the same wavelength that you are there. Um, oh, crap. That's not what I wanted. Um, yeah, I'm on the same wavelength you are. Doc, I think if we're going to take, if we're in Bryn Chander, we should probably take Targos, Bremen, Tourmaline, and Lonelywood. It's going to be a bit out of our way to hit Targos and Bremen, but it's going to make us look less suspicious. If you, if that's your goal, is to look less suspicious, unless we're going to just grab, we could just grab Tourmaline and Lonelywood and just head straight north. I think that it would be in our best interest just to grab the ones that we're going through. I don't want to. I don't want to turn into the uh, post office at this point. Well, then we should at least we should at least grab Terminalines then too. We can head back to Terminaline the way we came. Mm-hmm. We know where the speaker oh, right. usually is. Yeah, we in, know where the speaker is there. And then Lonelywood's north of Terminaline on our way to Revel's End, so. So here's a question that popped up. Does somebody have a mending spell? 
Doc does not, because he has no spells. <laughs> uh, Crixus has mending. Hmm, that's an interesting thing. Hmm. As a cantrip. Mm -hmm. And cantrips can be used as many times as necessary. At will. At will. Yeah, and men, mending will? will, I think it's less than a, a, a certain area, but I think it's like a foot or yeah. six inches or something it's like that. One square foot, I believe, or cubic foot. You can mend something within size of one cubic foot. Is the seal less than one cubic foot? This, you would be able to mend the seal with magic. <laughs> yes, you would be able to. Here's the seal. Yeah, right. Um... Yeah, the letter's like a, you know, a six by nine piece of paper, and then the seal's like twelve by twelve by twelve. <laughs> it's encased in wax. Uh huh. She just dips it. Takes her she, about she twenty minutes her, to seal it. She put her handprint there. That's her seal. Hmm. Does anybody have detect magic? Doc doesn't, because he doesn't have spells. I believe Crixus does. I believe he used it in the heist. <laughs> Did he Crixus does as a first level. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Where's magic? Yep. Um, at least got detect good and evil. <laughs> so I'm thinking we should probably detect magic on the ones that we... Well, actually... Why don't you detect magic? Detect magic right now. Yeah, detect them on all the letters. Because if there's one that has, because why would you seal it with magic unless it's important or, or is that just fishing? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily expect letters. The most part that we saw her write to be magic, but I can certainly effort that. I mean, it's just a spell slot. So, I guess I'll detect magic right now. Okay. If there's anything in the area. The nine letters that you saw her sign detect as magic. Something about them is magical, and it's some uh, some sort of uh, uh, what the hell is it called? I gotta look up the schools of magic again. I can never remember them all. It's it's a communication style magic. Wow. So we can tell it's not necessarily the ceiling or the envelope that's magical. It's it's, it's the, way the letter itself. Up. Yeah. There's something about it. Might even be the paper itself. Interesting. Like a um, it's a. a Probably it registers as a conjuration magic, honestly. Very interesting. I think is where it would fall in. Okay. Or maybe divination. So that makes me less likely to open them because I wonder if it's like a magic read receipt. Like, this has been opened. <laughs> She, she, um, oh. Ellie looks at you and goes, well, she told us those are report letters. Like that's a request for a report. So there may be something about it that when they get opened, she gets notification that, Hey, yes, I got this. Like a, like a, maybe a, a, like 
Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, it's like a read receipt on a text message. That's <laughs> what she's trying to explain. And so I just, the thing I just said, yeah. 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 So she has a piece of paper in front of her when someone else opens the letter, like there's little eyeballs in the bottom of the paper that pop up. Yeah. You've got mail. Pink. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I so mean, we should not that's open what them. we would theorize then. We should definitely not open them. But the reports, the reports we saw are right. The other letters that are non-magical, yeah. I mean, fair game, I think. Yeah, that was just the nine pre-written letters she had, and that kind of explains a bit why they, why she would have had pre-written ones too. Like they're a magical item that she uses or for reporting. Just- we, we could still read them, but we would have to wait until right before we handed them over. So it looks like we delivered it and the person read it. Like we you can't definitely, it. You definitely sound like an expert in magic and magical items. We can do that. Um, I think in the, in the short term, which letters are we giving to the guard? And let's move forward. We have time. Yeah. To review our plan. So we're keeping the tourmaline and the two for uh Lonely Wood. Lonely Wood. Lost Lonely Tourmaline Woods. and Lonely Wood. Lost Lonely yep. Wood. Lost Lonely Boys. Mm-hmm. Los Lobos. Los Lobos kick your ass into outer <laughs> space. <laughs> Alright. So you grab these four letters or what how are you doing this yeah we'll we'll have them separated we'll go to the guard or i'm gonna go to the guard and say here's you know these are the letters that the speaker would like you to send out we are actually going through these towns and we will deliver them for you if that is okay yeah that would actually i think it would certainly expedite the communication it would expedite the communication and also probably save on Save on gas. Well. You can use your resources <laughs> in other ways. Then I think it's a way. Yeah, uh, make make a persuasion check. Seventeen. Yeah, that actually sounds like a very good idea. You should. Well, yeah. yeah. You can. Yeah, turn. You took which ones? Just. Just so I know, so I can tell her. Um, Tourmaline and Los Lonelywood. Lonelywood and Tourmaline. Oh, that makes sense. You're headed north then. Yes, we are. Excellent. All right. Um, we grabbed our weapons on the way out, I'm assuming. Well, they're right yeah. next to the guard, aren't they? No, they're in a thing locked box inside. Oh, I thought I the was guard. Hoping I you thought guys the guard would have walked away without him. I was waiting for you to get in. <laughs> Oh. Day down the road, I draw my what sword? <laughs> no, I uh, I actually was gonna say that I thought it was next to the guard. I thought the guard was next to the box. Guards outside. Okay. I got gotcha. you. There's a small foyer room with these four boxes and one which your weapons are locked. In. I'm gonna go so run back inside and and unlock the chest and yep. grab my stuff. <laughs> grab your stuff. Got it. Good. I'll also, grab my hand axes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you I'll guys grabbed it. An- I was waiting for one of you to mention yeah. it. To, yes, you all got your stuff. But if no one mentioned it, man, that was good. <laughs> I would have had my my daggers, and that would have been it. Yep. <laughs> it 
would have been might a really be all you need. To be a day north in the frozen cold with no weapons. <laughs> God. What a Kill something with a would, dagger? Yeah. The, the cats would take revenge. Yep. Alright. So, what would you like to do? You have your weapons, you've been you got the four letters. You leave now? Or you so, we can we can I've... probably get to Termalane before uh, before the end of day. I don't know how far Lonelywood is beyond that, but that you know, considering we've been there, that might not be a bad place to start the next day, unless we got something to do here. I, I'm not gonna lie; I kind of want to go check out the that uh, fallen asteroid meteor thing. That's to the south. It is. Uh, should yes. we save that maybe for after? We come back. Yes. Um, right. well, where's... I, I, yeah, I absolutely. I am very. Crixus is very interested in heading to the prison because I feel he feels the arcane brotherhood just would have so much more knowledge than what we've experienced so far. It could really open up our quests. Yeah. True. Very true. Doc is more interested in fighting a person than a god, so that sounds good. Um, you to give god? you an idea, they she mentioned that this was to the south. Um, oh wait, that's not it. Crap. Never mind. I'll have to look, but I know it's to the south. It was to the mountains in the south. Um. It ends up being... Yeah, next session I'm going to need a couple of maps from you. Yeah, I will get you. I found actually a really, really cool map. So, um... I don't know, where was that rumor chart? I hate digital books sometimes. Because <laughs> I find stuff and then I don't remember where it was in the table of contents. That's actually probably should be half my notes is just table of if, contents. Um, do, you, do you have the app for D&D Beyond? That is oh, and you can make bookmarks because you can make bookmarks in that. Yeah. I need to. I need to put that on my tablet. I got it on my phone now. It's incredibly better than it was the first time I had it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, they had the two apps, and now it's now they combined them, so the characters mm -hmm. and the books are all in one. It's and the character cool. app is way more responsive than it ever was, and pretty snappy and very cool. So mm -hmm. you can now roll your dice in it too. So, um. You guys are headed north. Oh, hey. Here we go. Hang on a second. Oh, okay. So it's that. Okay. It is, I can tell you right now, because now I found it. It is probably two days south of Dugan's Hold, or Dugan's Hole, which is probably a day south of Brinchander. So three days south of Brinchander would be where this meteor fell. Yeah, that sounds like a trip for another another day. Okay. North anything, you want, anything you want to do in town before you head north? Uh, do we need to restock up on anything? Are we all set? Crixus is set. Um, Crixus does want to have a conversation with his dark passenger. 
Yeah. Um, because we haven't connected in a while and say mm-hmm. and uh, basically say, uh, I'm afraid I don't know your name, sir. Oh, my name. My name. Did I write that in the story? Yeah. My name is Janth. J A N T H. Janth. Yes. Um, you, you still have my satchel. Um, so that is just, I'm trying to complete my research. And if you would be so kind as to complete my research for me, and, 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 yes, just studying the flora and fauna of the area. As we go through, if there's anything that you need, quietly and respectfully communicate that to me. Uh, if there's any way that our can continue to align, I will continue to assist you, but please recognize that our goal is larger than a collection of local flora and fauna. Well, then. Um, you have my satchel so um you are uh the one that's going to help me with my research so indeed indeed i have no problem doing so however uh it will not be my main focus so if you see something that you need or that we need to collect identify it as such i i shall i shall do that yes absolutely um for sure. <laughs> All right. Jam. All right. That'll be fun. And then Crixus is going to, he feels pretty warm, I guess. So he's going to kind of take off his cold weather gear and test not having the cold weather gear, uh, considering the ring is keeping him warm. Uh,. The ring again, because I think it will actually work for most case scenarios. I think there's one, like one scenario where it's going to affect you differently, but I think for the most part, the ring protects you. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to find that out. Yep. So I'm going to test taking off the clothes and making sure that it it works, and I understand the ring's purpose. Yep. Take just, it off. Uh, just remember that if you're doing that here in front of people, you're going to look very odd to them. I mean, we're we're the big deal, so I don't. I'm, I'm going to look odd to them anyway because we're like rock stars at some point, right? So I want to stand out. Oh, just want to be big rock stars, wearing rings of driving fancy dog sleds. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's workshop that one. I think Tom muted me when I started saying that. I thought about it. As soon as it came up. <laughs> Stream went down. Sorry, guys. Fellas. Yeah. So, rounding up the dog sleds, headed to the north. Right, so you get out on the road, someone make a uh, die roll. A what? A d6. Someone roll a d6. Doc? Anyone? 
Doc got it. Doc got it. Two. Two. It is well, it didn't, a... didn't roll very well, but two. It is a cloudy, sunless day. <laughs> um, but the clouds being overhead uh, kind of reflect the light of the Ten Towns back on you, and it actually seems a bit brighter than a moonless everlasting night. You can tell which direction the towns are. The towns. Yes. You, you, yeah, and you actually do. You can see it reflecting off the clouds in the distance. Um, you're heading back to Tourmaline. Uh, your travel through the day goes without hitch. There's no cats. There's no... It's become a kind of a well-worn path for you. You're seeing your trail back and forth a little bit. You're, you have certain markers, certain mountains, hills that you've kind of seen and wooded areas. That, like, you know, you travel a highway enough, you go, oh yeah, this is this and that looks that. And I like this place because this, these trees here or this part of the trail turns... You end up in Terminal Lane without issue um, that evening. So what would you like to do in Terminal Lane? Send Aaron onto the bar again? Oh. Yeah, wait. I was going to say, I'm going to go have a drink and then hit the hay because I would like to... I'm going to tell everybody I want to get going as soon as possible. I want I want to get this trip up you know, I want to get there quickly. We have a mission, and I want I want to see what, where this goes. Do you want Texas. one of us to run the letters to the speaker? He's probably at the bar, or is that where you want I to was go? Just gonna say we have to review if we're gonna look at the letters that are not magical. We need to do that before handing them to the speaker. Yes. Um. So my my thought would be get our room, light a candle. I can. I can attempt to be stealthy about it, you know, kind of heat up my knife and slide the wax off. That way, uh-huh. you know, if, if you don't want to use your spell to mend it, or we can just break it and mend it. Yeah, I think just breaking it and mending it is the best way forward. Okay, so let's... So in case... It's actually tracked by location. We should do it right outside the bar. Well, yep. Okay. I mean, we saw her sealing those letters. I don't know that there's anything special about the nine that are magical. I mean, I'd be more concerned about the other one. Right. There was one one for each Lonelywood and Tourmaline that were not of the nine, correct? Correct. Yep. So the nine were for the other it. nine towns. Brinchander being the tenth town. And then there was a letter to each of those as well that was not magical. That you guys the magical ones are the ones you, you saw her write and seal. I, I guess I just want to know what's in all of them, so that's Well uh, Try one that's let's not open magical. The non-magical. See, how, see how well it mends. Yeah, let's open the non-magical letter to Tourmaline. All right. First. Okay, uh, who's opening it? I will. Not Aaron. I. Aaron, all right, make a dexterity saving throw to open it. 
or dexterity check. Dexterity check. Dexterity check. Not saving throw. You're not trying to avoid something. You're trying to do something. Could 13. be avoiding a paper cut. It's 13. Um, yeah, with your dagger, you kind of pry at it a little bit, making sure you aren't wrinkling the paper, and it snaps cleanly along. You're out in the freezing cold outside this bar. It snaps, and you're able to open it. Um, it is a report as you read it. It is a report of Brinchander, and the, it lists out the other ten towns. Um, uh, it, it's basically a report, status report, saying this is where we're at at a conglomeration of the ten towns. Um, uh, like supplies, East, military strength. Yeah, East Haven's had a um, some trouble here. Dugan's Hole has had this problem. Termalane's mine is back under functioning again. Um, the uh, the um, Black Iron Blades is up and running again. Uh, you're seeing mention of some of the deeds done around town, and it's kind of a status report of of the Ten Towns area and everything that is going on. So, uh, seems fairly innocuous. There's nothing that's really. Um, does it I look mean, like the right? Does it look like the right cover page is on the TPS report? Yeah. Yes, it absolutely does. Um, the you do see that. Um, uh, that Bremen, there's a report that they're still having problems with their monst- the lake monster. Um, there is, uh, uh, let's see what else. In Kerkonig, um, oh, let's see. What is their issue? Uh, There's there's a a group of um, invisible thieves. That it, it says um, that seems to have some uh, emphasis that um, this is being looked into further by uh, Brinchander authorities as well. That the Brinchander is assisting with uh, trying to investigate what's going on in Kirkonig. Um, and it goes on list, listing a couple of different things, just the town's issues that they may be having and whatnot. So, reports, financial reports, military reports, all those things. Sacrifice reports. Interesting. It's a little disturbing. You figure out, you can look, you could actually look through there and figure out who's sacrificing what to Oral. <laughs> yes. And I think, um, Crixus, if you want to mend that letter up, we'll stop right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good session. Lots of lots of information in this one. Lots. A lot. Moving, moving forward. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to sit down with my notes and when I re-listen to it. Mm-hmm. To be sure I There's am. a lot. Like when I went. Yeah. 
You guys don't have anywhere I to go. I feel the whole page. We kind of ended last yeah. session where it's like, wow, you don't really have a tail to follow right now, do you? Now you have one, two, three, four, five, six different tails that got presented that you can wow. choose and go, and you're following one of them already. So, yeah. I have three branches, so I'm going to have to re-listen. Yeah, yeah, I have like three or four. There's the comet, the whale. There's the comet, the whale, the the prison, the prison, the, and then the lake that, monster, the yep. invisible thieves, and uh, whatever the, whatever she was the, talking the about. task she wants us to do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So all of those yeah. things coming up. Stuff to do. Yay! All right. I, nice. Uh, so we're gonna call that a session for today. Thanks to everybody for popping in. We will be doing show uh, show titles after the credits, so stick around. Vote on some show titles. Go to this link that I am putting in chat right now to vote. Click on that. Put in that. And thanks. And thanks for the active participation by the uh, by the chat group. It, it helps some, to uh, to shape our tales. So thank yep. you. Some some suggestions on how to get around things and do yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not above. You know, not above from, learning uh, from the chat. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, so yeah, I was waiting. Like you said, you were gonna melt it. I'm like, if you melt it. That's not gonna be. No, I wasn't gonna melt it. <laughs> I didn't say I was gonna melt it. I was, I was gonna take my knife and heat it up and slide it underneath to lift it up. Yeah. Try to remove it without melting. Oh, without. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say though, if you melted that seal, that would have problematic because well, that would have been a huge problem to re-represent yeah. re that seal yep. although you do have another letter with that so you might have been able to get around that yeah. a bit so yeah thanks to everybody in chat for following and for talking to us and uh ow that's all good zoe zoe brings bacon was in chat today very exciting jack was in chat this morning very exciting bacon for everybody yep we love it when people come and talk to us and listen um, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash Tom M. Norm. Uh, we are on Twitter. I am at Tom M. Norman. Cooch is at Crazy Cooch. Uh, Lazy Dragon is at... Holy crap. Lazy Dragon GB. Lazy Dragon GB. <laughs> oh. And JC is Wildfire1265. Yeah. Now we are Two Nerds, One Quest. And... Uh, if you want to support us, share this with other people. Uh, we accept Amazon Prime subscriptions now on the channel, so you can just click. It is free to you if you have Amazon Prime. Go and click subscribe. Uh, get notifications. Uh, you get access to little chat emojis. Um, there's some benefits. It's pretty fun. And uh, otherwise, you can go to patreon.com slash two nerds, one quest, number two nerds, number one quest. Uh, if you would like to support us, we have some fun uh, and very exciting uh, rewards, such as the pole that goes up monthly. Maypole. <laughs> the maypole that John is going to be dancing on later. Um, maypole, maypole, catch and carry, ash and elm, elderberry. Uh, anyone that understands that reference, I love you. So yeah, <laughs> go dance on the maypole, apparently. Um, yeah, we, and we have we have some other stuff in there too but uh that's that seems to be the one that uh has been fun and popular 
So go in uh, for a dollar a month, you get the podcast version. So if you miss a session, you don't have time to watch the video. You get your own podcast feed through Patreon. Yay! $1 a month gets you that. As well as our Discord access, hop in Discord, say hi, ask us questions. Discord access is free for everybody and open to everybody. So, um, yeah. Come join us. Come if you want to talk D&D, you want to talk video. It's all that stuff is in Discord. Correct. So, for me, for JC, for Cooch, and for Mr. Lazy Dragon, we will catch you on the flip side. Poof. Oh. We're a big deal now. <laughs>